What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Bones Brigade Audio Show. I'm Larry, and with me, as always, is Matt. Matt, how are you, sir? Doing good, man. I'm. It's been like a few days since I got back from this this trip to California, and I have not been able to like get my head on straight since I've been back. It's just been like one crazy. You know what I mean? You know when you when you switch time zones, and I yeah, I just yeah. haven't been able to like recalibrate. So I'm good though. I'm good. Awesome. You know? awesome. Yeah. How about you? Everything good in your world? Yeah, everything's great, man. Uh, so here we are at episode 31, and we're gonna dip back into the world of the soundtracks to these skate videos. We're calling it Video Tunes Volume Two. We've done our previous episode was episode 17. And throughout the uh, process of doing a deep dive on these videos, we have discovered, thanks to the listeners out there and our guests, that a lot of these songs are cover songs or influenced by or appropriated from, you know, popular rock songs or whatever. So mm-hmm. we're going to do another six songs of those in a little bit. But you said you just got back from a trip. What was your what was all your trip about? Uh, I was in uh, I was in Anaheim for the NAM show, which is the uh, National Association of Music Merchants. It has nothing to do with Vietnam. So you were in Vietnam, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Were you in the shit? Yeah, I was in the shit. <laughs> which everybody that's what everybody always like. Oh, is it like a Vietnam thing? I'm like, no, NAM, N-A-M-M. Yeah. Uh, was- yeah. So I was I was working at, at this uh, this industry trade show and. You know, back there for the first time since 2019. I was there the year before, kind of the COVID outbreak. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was good. It was fun. Saw a lot of old friends, hung out with a lot of cool people. And uh, yeah, you were hanging out with some rockers, it looked like. Yeah, yeah. I got to uh, got to do a jam with uh, Greg Bissonette, who is the uh, drummer in Ringo Starr's All-Star Band. Okay. Um, everyone always asks, everyone always goes like, yeah, Ringo Starr is, you might've heard of, but everyone's always like, doesn't Ringo Starr play drums? It's like, yes, he does. But <laughs> yeah, when you go on to see Ringo Starr, he's the front man. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and he played, uh, drums with David Lee Roth, you know, for the first three DLR records and okay. uh, Maynard Ferguson and a whole host of other people, ELO and Wow. Everything. So I I actually I got to sit in w- with him on drums uh on a couple of duets uh at our at our booth. We did uh The Beatles uh come together nice. and a couple other songs. And uh I rode back from Co- uh, Anaheim to Costa Mesa with him in his car and we were listening to Van Halen and discussing our favorite <laughs> Van Halen tunes. So another one of those kind of weird surreal moments that uh come and go from my life but it was it was a lot of fun saw a lot of, like i said saw a lot of cool people people i hadn't seen in a long time and, and actually funnily enough the where larry and i met for the first time was pretty much That's when i right. was out there for this show that was yeah. where we sort of met met in person for the first time so yeah and then the year yeah. after that we hung out with brian fair was in tow as well that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He wasn't out there with me this year, but um, we did hang out uh, at, and we went to, uh, where was it? Red Robin. Me, yeah. We went Brian. to Red Robin. Yeah. The, yeah. In the previous year, we went to uh, Pizza Nista. Pizza Nista in yeah. Costa Mesa. Right. Oh, or in Long, Long Beach. Long Beach. Long Beach. I mean, yeah. Long Beach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I believe is gone now, right? Yeah. I think so. I think yeah, so. Yeah. Anyway, so it was cool. It was fun. But like I said, it's been like just a weirdly difficult time for me to try to like just get back into the, normal mode of everyday life 
yeah upon returning back but hey yeah. it's okay we'll yeah get there. i know how that goes yeah when you get older man it's just you know everything everything's difficult definitely <laughs> <laughs> let's see what else oh um i thought this was really awesome seeing lance mountain on tony hawk's vert ramp oh, on uh, tony hawk's instagram so cool yeah you don't see lance on uh many vert ramps at, at all really yeah yeah I mean, I can think of a couple times that Chin 30-year reunion when they rebuilt the mm-hmm. Chin ramp, and then mm-hmm. I think a little bit on that Vans vert ramp, I think they called it mm-hmm. the Grosso vert ramp. Saw him on that a little bit, but man, I was psyched. And then they did doubles. Like That was cool. Tony aired over Lance doing a grind. Super awesome. That was it's crazy to think that that was the first time he's ever skated that that birdhouse ramp, because there's so much footage of, you know, cab skating yeah and, yeah you know, stuff it's like it's been that. around like 10 years or McGill. however long that's yeah. been set up yeah yeah it's been there forever yeah good stuff two-fifths of skate voltron skating together uh, that's right <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely let's, yeah let's see i jotted down oh um i wanted to mention this too i went and saw that movie air about kind of nike signing michael mm-hmm. jordan and how that turned the company around mm-hmm. it's a cool. great movie yeah so yeah. Peter Moore, who designed the first Air Jordan, and I think some of the other ones too, call me a poser. There's a scene where he's skateboarding in the parking lot. And this is like set in 1984. And he's riding a Kryptonics board. Oh, nice. I'm man. not sure. I tried to look up who was doing like the, the skating, like stunt double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, he does a kickflip in the Ooh, parking lot okay. of Nike. Yeah. And I was On like, a Kryptonics, yeah. No. In 1984. Yeah. This yeah. Ain't like this guy, I, only Rodney Mullen is kick flipping in 1984. And he know, wasn't like, doing it enough. Yeah. Kryptonics yeah. pig. <laughs> that's hilarious though. You, you know, that's funny. What a juxtaposition. Cause you have that level of attention to detail yeah. where they, you know, they could have totally screwed that up and just put it on, put them on like a popsicle stick board, not knowing mm-hmm. they got yeah, it. They it got like it. some pig shape. Yeah, they got an uh, era correct board. Kryptonics board, and then they're like, they had some dude kick flipping. <laughs> yeah, I was like, they should hire me for like the uh, you know technical oh, yeah. advisor or whatever. Yeah, I, I could do put like a, a Powell pig. Yeah, I could do like a hands down power slide. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, good stuff. That's funny. Oh, uh, one more thing. So a few days ago, as of recording this, Tommy Guerrero posted a really great photo, and I recognize the board and the outfit he was wearing like mm. instantly so this is like he's skating the china banks in san francisco and he's doing a frontside grind so he's got the same kit that you see him wearing in public domain he's got like the louis vuitton hip pack and the hat on backwards and the striped shirt the nikes yeah yeah and uh you know the board with the uh the red wheels and the blue wheels like offset kind of thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it makes me wonder obviously i mean this is this a kit you wear like multiple days in a row i don't know like all i'm thinking is it comes down to is why we don't see him skating the china banks in public Public domain domain. because this is obviously like filming that because you know i'm guessing like the board wouldn't be i mean how often do you set up a board like maybe you wear that shirt and hat a couple times but the board i don't know yeah Just yeah all signs are to me pointing that like this is during filming for public domain which was filmed by john melvino not stacy peralta yeah but i don't know i just thought it was really interesting and, and I he said he that, had uh, another another photo from this day too that he said he was going to post soon so it'd be yeah and i noticed that aaron meza commented that same thing 
yeah he recognized it right away. yeah yeah like before i even perused the comments yeah yeah like the, i just i was just like this is public domain and so tommy you know so aaron said uh looks like the same setup from public domain and you know you chimed in and then he said tommy said ha never even occurred to me you're probably right oh i didn't see the follow yeah the, yeah yeah yep. interesting so yeah pretty cool but did you see what else tommy wrote in that no little bit no, I'd have to go. I'm just, I'll, I, I'll, I just I'll read I'm looking at you. a screen cap. Okay, hit I'll us. read it to you. Go skate China Banks while you can. Heard the wrecking ball is in mid swing. Ooh, that's harsh. I mean, can you imagine the, the China Bank? Think about it, man. Like, there's not many uh, spots that cross all the, you know, the, the generations of skateboarding like that place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I sure hope that's not correct. Yeah, what do they do? Not, I mean, they need that bridge, right? So they just—I I mean, I'm guessing the, maybe they knock out the transitions and just build they flat just walls, build a, build a pedestrian bridge across yeah. the way there. But uh, yeah, so yeah, I, I would say that 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 was more uh, what I saw when I when I looked at that. I didn't even notice the thing you you saw. I, I was like, oh shit, man! I hope they're not tearing down China Banks. But yeah, hey, that'd be harsh. I, I did mean, that's a skate there. Yeah. Yeah, you got to skate there. Yeah, the same trip uh, was that last episode I talked about skating Fort Miley. Yeah, so that was my big San Francisco skate trip, and my buddy and I were calling it uh, our Sick Boys fanboy trip. Hell where yes, we had dude. to go skate all the yes. spots from Sick Boys, so we had to do. You know what's funny about skating those spots, seeing them in skate videos for like decades, mm -hmm. and then kind of like visioning like, oh, if I ever got to skate there, I'm totally gonna bust this and that. Yeah, and then I was just like. I'm totally going to carve over this bench at China. Bench, yeah. Right. Oh, and no. I get there. Nope. Not, not even coming close. <laughs> yeah. 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 Did you even attempt it? Uh, I might have. Yeah. But one thing that I noticed, like if you went, you know, cause this is like in the year two, so it's popsicle stick board. So yeah. you've got a nose. Like if you came directly at it, your nose is going to hit it, hit the I wall catch. or the tree before your wheels even like yeah. start to go yeah. up. So you almost kind of like, go at an angle and I yeah, know, I was, yeah i was kind of surprised by like how steep it actually really is you know yeah crazy dude but yeah by the way oh. sick boys is like one of my if for those listeners who might not have seen sick boys yet please stop pause this show <laughs> go watch sick boys immediately like yeah that's one of my favorites oh it's so good and there's a great china banks documentary on uh thrasher that came out like a year or two ago yes yeah there so is everyone go check that out too so hopefully there's not a uh, an addendum to that documentary that includes it getting demolished but yeah as we suck. shall see oh, i gotta give one more quick shout out to uh my, my my friend and coworker george he uh he ordered a uh one of those tony hawk uh kurt cobain prints oh, did you yeah, see yeah. those yeah yeah and um he ordered it and his the story he told me was he ordered it and he and he's not a skater or anything like that. He just thought it was cool, you know, and he mm -hmm. and he ordered it and it didn't show up. It took a long time. It didn't show up. And he finally called and they're like, oh, you know, we had them made. But the the run when, when they, we got them back, they just weren't up to snuff like they mm -hmm. weren't they weren't good enough. So we're rerunning it. We're really sorry. We're going to have it to you soon. Like, well, we'll send you something in the meantime as a you know, to say sorry or whatever. Cause I guess they, you know, they were getting a lot of people that were like, where's my stuff. Mm -hmm. They sent him this, uh, just like a photo. It's like an autographed, you know, with, autographed with a paint pen, like Tony Hawk birdhouse photo mm -hmm. of him, like kind of doing a board slide off the vert ramp. Oh uh, yeah. I've seen that one. Ramp. Yeah. 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 
it's pretty cool. And he gave it to me. He just brought it to the office. Oh, I was like, cool. I know you're into skateboarding and Tony Hawk and stuff. And here you go. I was like, cool. So I got it right here on my desk now and just wanted to give a shout out to George for thank you. Thank you for, uh, for hooking it up. Yeah. Fun gifts are always awesome. I have lots of Tony Hawk autographs in my periphery right now. <laughs> just spanning, another one. Spanning the decades. Yeah, exactly. A couple more quick things before we get into the episode. So we've got a uh, YouTube channel started as of last night. I've just uploaded uh, the Police Academy 4 Easter egg uh, skateboard behind the scenes documentary, whatever you want to call that, to our channel. That was like a weird Easter egg that was hidden on the DVD. We've talked about it uh, probably over a couple episodes, but now it's there for the masses to check out on our YouTube channel. Uh, the link is down in the uh, show notes. But one more thing I want to mention about YouTube. We need everyone that's listening to go to our YouTube and become a subscriber because Matt and I have talked about doing a special live episode in October and it's going to be live. And I was reading up on how to do it. And to go live, you need 1,000 subscribers. So we oh, need really. So if we need, to, if we're gonna do that show that we started talking about, we need to get our subscriber count up. So we'll we're gonna try to add some more videos to make it worth your while. But if everyone could go do that, we would appreciate it. Definitely. And then also, I'm gonna maybe tease it a little bit. If we pull off what we want to pull off in October, dude, we might just have to call that the finale. I don't know if it could get any better. Uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna try yeah. to do something cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we'll actually call it the finale though. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. So that was it for hot topics. Maybe we need a maybe the beginning of our show is now called hot topics and we need a <laughs> and we need a stinger. Barnacle Brian needs a hot topic stinger like the mailbag stinger. <laughs> so let's get into it. You want to get into it? Let's do it. Video tunes number dose. Yeah. So like we said, we've discovered a lot of these songs are cover songs. And, you know, we've kind of discovered this through the show, but actually this information has been like in front of our face for, I don't know. Well, the, the, here's the deal. There's a, uh, if you have the special edition Bones Brigade video show DVD, there's a commentary track from Stacy Peralta. And I was watching it recently with the commentary and in the commentary, he mentions well, here, this, here this, listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. Here's Stacy. Most of the songs you hear too in these videos were kind of tempt or inspired by other songs. I, I would usually cut the video to popular songs and then we'd go back and reproduce kind of sound alikes. See? Yeah. The, I mean, I mean, there it is. And that's, yeah. that's, that's what we were kind basically speculating. Specul speculating the entire last episode. We're like, this must be what it was. And then He's just there saying, yeah, that, that's what we did. Yeah. That and was I think, it. <laughs> I think that came out in 2009. Does that sound right? I don't know how old that thing is. I, that DVD. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there it is. I mean, he kind of just lays it out. They, he liked that's the song. He would cut the video to a popular song he liked, and then they couldn't use that. So he would just have someone kind of recreate it. And, and it's, it's so funny that we, I mean, I'm telling you guys, we did not have a clue about this when we started doing this show this this all came out during the, the process of doing the show through guests and and feedback that we'd get from people like oh yeah no that's this song and and then we i just 
had yeah once we mentioned it, it never on heard the, on the yeah. show all these people wrote in with all these other ones yeah i had just never ever thought of of that and you know a lot of the songs that they cover or whatever you want to call it are songs i know i just mm-hmm. never put the two things together a lot of them a lot of them i don't and yeah. you know in fairness but like yeah wow the rabbit hole was so much deeper than i than i thought because at first we were thinking it was one or two songs and mm-hmm. now we're on episode two and yeah so anyway cool stuff yeah we're time. gonna do six uh comparisons today one of them i think the last one we're kind of unsure about maybe we'll let the listeners decide and they can write in and let us know we'll we'll throw it out there and see if we can line but it up. these i believe were all submitted through listeners and so i we should point out also that the last episode that we did on this subject was one of our most highly sort of feedbacked episodes we got so many comp comments and and emails and people writing in and saying oh no there's there's this and this and this so maybe maybe that'll happen again yeah so all of these came in through uh listeners submissions so thank you uh thanks for for doing that because i don't know if we would have made it to another episode without that for sure all right so the first song submitted by ben b and we all know rodney mullen's part in public domain right face melter So uh, if you haven't watched it in a while, here's a little refresher of the song. Here's a clip. jam of rodney skating in some big concrete pad up on a hill i always wondered where that was did i i'm sure i I mentioned this but i always thought i always wondered if that because you always heard that like didn't rodney mullen's dad build him like a place to skate like that was part of their agreement or something i I always and for some reason i had it in my head that that was like this belonged to rodney and that was like this big (laughs) piece of concrete that was his private training facility or something like that yeah yeah, I bet he, I'm sure he wished it was. Yep. So if you know the Rodney song, here's the actual group, Dead Can Dance. And the song is called Passage of Time. And it's from their self-titled album from 1984. So here's the real song and you guys can uh, compare it. Yeah, I mean that one is very, very obvious. You can yeah, yeah, yeah. they're not they're not trying to yeah. use creative license and just change it a little no, bit. That was yeah, they they basically just said we like this the way it is. Yeah, yeah, just play it. <laughs> yeah, just no vocals. No vocals, yeah. Yeah, just but keep yeah. it an instrumental. Yeah, super, so I mean super funny, man. It's this is I mean, we've known this, but this is like still kind of mind blowing to me because like we said we're saying we never put it together, you know. Yeah, well, and to be honest with you, I was never. I never. Uh, yeah, I, never I was heard never into dead this band. Dance either. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's 
that's one of those ones where I'm like, well, I think that if I had heard that, I would have been like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can. There's that that because it's so obvious. I mean, it's just it's like no no denying it. So very cool. Well, there you go. Submission number one. So submission number two, we have Dan S. And he tells us that uh, there is a uh, uh, an example to be had in the Europe tour section of um, Public Domain with Lance Cab, Tommy G, and Mike V. Oh, so yeah. uh, love that part. Let's... It's a little short for me. There's got to be more. I know, dude. Yeah. So so good. So um, let's play a little bit of that now as a little refresher, and then we'll we'll get to the other one. All right. Here's the clip. Cool. Classic. Brings back a ton of memories. Brings back, makes me want to go skate right now every time I hear it. And uh, that apparently was taken from a Cure song called A Forest. It's from the album 17 Seconds from 1986. So let's, let's play that one. is in yeah yeah, there it is same song (laughs) it is the same song that's so crazy and the cure let's see so the previous episode we had the cure is in the the ray barbie song from band this that's right yeah Mm yeah very cool so again another band i was just never that into Mm -hmm. as as a kid or even as an adult so it's not really super surprising that that kind of snuck by but yeah All right, moving on. So this is another one submitted by Dan S. And this is another kind of tour montage. This time from Band This. It's the uh, 1989 World Tour montage. And uh, Band This is great for, if you want to know what these songs are, they give very specific credits uh, at the end. They tell which artist did what songs to what section. But for some reason, I, I don't know if I missed it. I went through it a couple of times, but this certain song seems to be left out of the credits. But anyway, here is that song from the video. Here we go. Cool jam. Heard it many times watching this video yes. over and over. Yep. 
so this is actually another song by the cure and the song is called torture from their album kiss me kiss me kiss me from 1987 which is the same album that the uh ray barbie song came from so here it is You can totally, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it, again, like that's another one where they're just, it just seems like <laughs> they were barely trying to. To disguise it. To disguise it. Yeah. Yeah. How funny, man. What a, what a funny way to, that seems so unique to this. Like I, 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 nobody else was doing anything like this back then. I know. You know, what other skate company could have possibly had the, the resources to do this? Because this is not easy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, like put a band together. They got to rehearse it. They get in the Yeah, they got, the they got to, right. They got to make their kind of own version of it, mm-hmm. you know, and then chart, you know, just chart it out and then book a studio and, and record it and mix it and master it. I mean, this is a lot of work. Yeah. You know, for, for this. Yeah. For the, and then you get like 45 seconds of the song. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. Yeah. It's cra- It's absolutely insane. I mean, if you think about it, this is totally unique to Paul Peralta at this point in time, I, I think. Yeah. I, and you know. also thinking about how many, I think most of our previous episode was all from Band This, and there's quite a bit. Like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking Band This, if it's not Skate Master Tate or a Chuck Tree song, they're like all cover songs. <laughs> yeah. Know. Yeah. It's so wild, man. Yeah. So there's probably some more that we will end up uncovering. Yeah, and also the the so we've got two songs here from The Cure, and then Dead Can Dance. Well, how mm-hmm. would you label that band? Is that a goth band? You think? And does Dead the Can Cure, Dance? Yeah, and does The Cure kind of fall into that category too? Because I'm just wondering who's like, let's cover or we want you guys to cover these songs. You know, like who's the like, who's the goth at Paul Peralta? That's like, let's cover The Cure or whatever. You know. Dude, I yeah, I really don't know. I mean, I I I I always sort of considered The Cure to be kind of goth, I yeah. guess, but not goth in the in the way that you consider like you know or new know, wave whatever. new wave bands. I don't know what you call yeah, it. I guess like goth. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, just like Joy Division or Depeche Mode or mm-hmm, Morrissey mm-hmm. or any you know anything like that. Like not not goth maybe isn't the right word, but just sort of like. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, everything there kind of seems to fall into like the same kind of genre a little bit. Yeah. 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 Stuff that was definitely popular at the time, you know, but maybe not as popular as, you know, I don't don't know. It's weird. Mm -hmm. It's cool though. I mean, somebody there was definitely a fan of that, that genre of music. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not hating anything that we've heard here so far. So no dude, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, It's really good. So speaking of that, we have another band this example here. And this was submitted by Nomius G. Is that right? How do I think so? Yeah. Nomius, Nomius G. Um, so this is uh Tony Hawk, Steve Size, Chet Thomas, uh, their street part from Band This. 
And that's uh, a sleeper hit. That's like way late in the video. That has super late in the video. Yeah, it doesn't theory. get a lot of love, I don't think. Yes. Yeah. Dude, the board slide on the uh on the the Ollie to board slide on the shopping, the shopping cart. cart. Yeah. So good. Yeah. It's so good. Um anyway, this was uh this song was credited to uh Tay Euler, who played guitar in the surf punks with Dennis Dragon. And you know, Tay's been scoring for film and TV for like 20 years, and he's credited with tons of feature um and indie films and network specials and docs and national ads and stuff. And um anyway, he's done a lot. Is, yeah, he's got he's uh in the industry, I guess you he's say. in the industry, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he I guess he's credited on this track and we'll play it for you now. song yeah very much so now this was a song that i had heard and was very familiar with at the time so this one apparently uh is uh sort of influenced by depeche mode's personal jesus and then in parentheses holier than thou approach yeah this seems like a different mix or like yeah. an extended version of that song i don't I'm think this sure. is like the radio cut or the mtv yeah. music video cut this is like yeah. more going on here but this is from the 89 album, Personal Jesus. Let's give it a listen. So the hits, it all lines up. It does. It's definitely like um, this one is, it's kind of more like the vibe is Mm -hmm. there the whole time, but there's a part in this song. It's right around like the 415 mark. I noticed where it really, where it really hits that spot Mm -hmm. where it kind of hits and ban this, but the whole song just has that whole vibe. And then there's this one part that I kind of noticed where it was like, oh, there it is. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's where they picked it, picked it out from. Yeah. Um. But yeah, definitely, very much, it, very evident that they pulled that one from from Depeche Mode. So there's yeah. another one. Yeah, it's interesting because that song is not that old at that time. That album came out in 1989, and Band This is 1989. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. All right, moving on. Next one, also submitted by Namius G. Is that how he said his name? Namius. 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 Yeah. Sorry if we're getting it wrong. Yeah. So moving on to propaganda, the year after band this 1990. So Ray Underhill's vert part, a really great part. And uh, I'm sure you can picture the song, but if you can't, here it is. (laughs) 
cool jam, very memorable for me. I guess, you know, it's these earlier videos are totally like seared into my brain. So it's like definitely yeah. familiar with that song. And this is a cover, you know, the, uh, like I said, man, I'm still kind of like shocked and blown away at these. So <laughs> <laughs> this is Ministry, the band Ministry with their song called So What from their album, So What from 1989. So, so from 89, another, another 89 jam. Yeah, hit it. up too i mean that's all right there yeah <laughs> i mean so you have ministry depeche mode the cure and dead can dance i mean that's like you know that's that the dark, ha- dark 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 music for yeah, trench coat wearing people totally dude yeah. exactly like chicks with black lipstick and combat boots combat boots and you know yeah. skinny puppy patches <laughs> on their handbags dude yeah. I, I mean yeah somebody there I I wonder if it was Stacy. I don't know. Was Stacy into like that stuff? Maybe he was at that time. Well, the only thing that we know, I guess it was Peter McEwen told us he was really into Joe Satriani. That's why I think that. So yeah, that you're yeah. right. He did say that. So yeah. that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't By the know. way, Greg Greg Bissonette played with Joe Satriani. I held oh, my tongue. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he played um, on a couple of Satch albums, but anyway, it's amazing. Yeah, so somebody at Powell at the time, whoever it was, was a was a big fan of this this genre of music in the late '80s, and they made no bones about it. No pun mm-hmm. intended. Yeah. All right. So that was number five. This is number six. This is going to be our last one for. Oh, go ahead. And th- I was going to mention this is the one we're kind of not. I mean, this was submitted by a listener, and yeah. you know, I was trying to compare them, and I even asked you. I was just like, I'm not sure about this one, like because mm-hmm. I don't play an instrument. So I don't know if, you know, notes or tune or whatever, if it's, if it's the same, there might be some more intricate mm-hmm. things that, mm-hmm. you know, a non-playing person doesn't pick up on. So yes. that's why I was asking you, I don't know what, what's your, what's your take on this? Yeah, I, I hear it. So, so basically um, it's the, it's the second song from Hawk's part in public domain. So there's that first one, which is kind of more of a chill. Yeah. We know, did that song. last episode tones, the right. band tones on tail. So when it picks up, when that yep, when yep. that second song kicks and it's like halfway through that part, um, let's hear it. All right, there it is. So. Uh, a listener, Harley B, submitted this, and he said that he felt that that was taken from the Bad Brains song "House of Suffering" from the album "Eye Against Eye," which is a f- absolute yeah. Everyone go rager of a record. If you don't, oh, know, it. If you yeah. don't own it, yes. Um, and I do hear it, and, and uh, let's play that real quick. I Yeah. 
this is one where, you know, I feel like it's possible that it was taken from the Bad Brains song, but it's also highly possible that those two, whoever did those songs, just kind of stumbled upon that same kind of chord progression. Yeah, because um, I was, you know, my kind of thing was like, okay, you get the that fast, hardcore drum beat, you know, yeah. which is the same in so many songs. And then yeah. you, you got some kind of three chord riff. It's yeah. going to be similar, but I, don't I mean, know. it's I there. It no, I, I, yeah. I definitely do hear it. Um, And I, I, but I, again, I can't really be sure if it was, you know, if it was uh, same as what we're talking about, or if it was just happened to kind of be coincidence. Cause like, I don't know, in punk rock, it's real easy to write the same. <laughs> yeah. This you might, know, well, this one might fall in the inspired by, Category. it could be Instead and it could very well covered. could be totally yeah, yeah 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 but there's only really in my mind there's that just that one riff and i think it's like four chords mm -hmm. that that kind of follow the same pattern and the rest of the song kind of goes in a different direction but anyway it's it's definitely possible it's certainly possible uh especially given everything we know but thank you harley and like it larry said go listen to that record immediately if you're not familiar with it yeah, and if you want to, uh, if anyone out there has an opinion on this one, I think the other ones are a little more obvious. Um, so let us know yeah, what you guys let us know. think let about us this know. one. Yeah. yeah. So there it is. Video Six more tuned. Two. And I have one that I know about, you know, we'll do in a future episode or we'll just drop it in. You know, if we don't get enough to do a whole dedicated episode, we'll drop it in, you know, at the beginning of some other episode. I know the artist but not yeah. the song name. So I'm going through when I have time, like just trying to find the oh. song. So if you just know the artist and then you look him up and it's like, oh my God, he's got hundreds of songs that I just have to <laughs> go listen to and see if I can match one up. But that's just a little teaser or something that, you know, there's there's others in the works kind of thing, you know, that we're yeah. discovering. Yeah. Well, there we go. Maybe there'll be an episode three. Maybe, Maybe there not. won't. Yeah. But yeah, if anybody else knows of anything like that, Hit us up, let us know, and uh, we'll see if we can squeeze another one. Yeah, out at some squeeze point. this juice dry. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you think, man? Video tunes too. Yeah, love video it. Tunes, Dude, video is... tunes one was kind of a fluke, you know. Yeah, we didn't know that anyone was gonna care. Or well, not only care. did we not know, but we also really didn't plan to do that episode. Remember, we had to kind of uh, rush that one together because we had a, a guest had to postpone a week. That's right. That's I don't right. remember what, who it was or what, what the situation was, but we had, yeah, for our original video tunes episode, we had another guest lined up. We were going to do a video review and that fell through. And Larry and I felt like, Oh, we have to, we have to stay on schedule. We have to keep releasing these when we say we're going to, yeah, because we're both OCD. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, we scraped, scraped that one together and it was a surprise, surprise hit. Yeah. So there you go. There we go. Hope everyone loved that one. And uh, I think moving on, I think it's that time once again. And now, the Bones Brigade Audio Show Mailbag. Matt, we got some emails. We got some good ones this week. We did. Yeah, we did. We got some good ones. We got some emails. We got some, some feedback, some correspondence. And uh, let's read it down. John H. He writes, hey, guys. I wanted to drop you all another email. I just listened to the powwow at Powell episode, and I'm amazed at how you guys find stuff we may not know or think about. It really keeps the show interesting and fresh. When you referred to the Bones Brigade as Skate Voltron, it had me literally laughing out loud, as, as it did me. 
Yeah. I'd like to put forth a theory that Video 8 is the phantom of the show. Much like the Phantom of the Opera, it just lurks around and appears randomly causing mayhem and costing Larry money. <laughs> yes, I do not need to drop any more money on eight. <laughs> anyway, I have to get going. I heard a rumor that Chin's in my area, and I'm going to go check it out. Take care, guys. John H. So thank you, John. Uh, thank you, John. <laughs> yeah. Skate He's right. He's right about all that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, man, it's it's awesome. I thank you for the feedback on the powwow episode, and we're glad that people are, you know, still discovering stuff through the show. And you know, it's cool. So definitely, definitely. Tony K. He writes, "Hey guys, I want to start this off by saying that I really enjoy the show. Hearing the behind-the-scenes stories about what was going on during the making of these iconic videos from the two of you, as well as your guests, many of whom were there, is absolutely amazing. Every episode has been fantastic." My question pertains to Skate TV and the band this premiere in St. Louis. Some friends of mine attended the premiere and a segment on the event was filmed for Skate TV. Mm. This segment was featured on the pilot episode for the show. I remember watching it on TV and being excited because I was able to see my friends front and center during a Passover shot of the crowd inside the theater. Skate TV aired 13 episodes of the show, but only 12 can be found online all but that pilot episode. Oh man. Over the years, my friends and I have searched online for that episode and that clip, but have had no luck finding it. Matt, do you, you were at the premiere. Do you recall the event being filmed? Were you aware of the skate TV segment? And do either of you know if that pilot episode is available anywhere online? PS those same friends. And I also attended the propaganda premiere together in St. Louis. Lance mountain was there. I remember us sitting in the lobby, talking to him and getting autographs. Seeing Frankie Hill, Ollie the Gap at the end of his part on the big screen was incredible. So thank you, Tom, Tony. So wow. the you know what I'll yeah, say about to, that? Lots to unpack here a little lots bit. Lots to unpack. Yeah. So the I don't necessarily remember the uh, the event being filmed, but I, I was also 12 and, and, and I was also like just in a state of euphoria like that, you know, at the time. I, so there was a lot that was kind of getting lost in, in, in the shuffle there. But I will say, I remember during the ban this episode, I believe Jim Fitzpatrick told us that they had a, they had cameras there and they were filming people as they were kind of coming in and stuff yeah. like that. Do you remember him saying that? Yeah. So that probably ended um, up. Yeah. So I, I think that they probably had, you know, and, you know, of course, Stacy was basically he directed skate TV, I think, didn't he? Or produced yeah. 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 Like yeah. I mean, Craig were like, yeah, the, uh, guys. Yeah. So I, I uh, would not be surprised, um, but I don't, I don't really remember like seeing any kind of anything like that, but you know, we were kind of up in the nosebleeds too and all that stuff. So um, yeah, I don't know, but um, I, as far as that episode of skate TV goes, man, now you, that, that really piques my interest. I would love to find that. I, I, I don't remember seeing that. I'm I really glad either, you, which really surprised yeah. me that I don't remember it. Cause I yeah. was even back then I was all about the videos. Yeah. But and, that makes total sense that, that, that they would have done that. I mean, absolutely. It makes yeah. sense. You know, cause yeah, that premiere was pretty heavily documented because it has the article in, I don't know if it was the article or review or what you considered it in uh, power edge magazine. And then yep. it was all over the bones brigade intelligence reports. And yeah. So it would make sense that it would show up in skate TV. But it's also weird that that one is missing from being on YouTube. Right, right. 
But I am such a maniac that I did record every episode of Skate TV. And I can remember the pilot being the one where they interviewed, remember how they would interview people like in the in the bowl or the pool yeah. or whatever at the Pink Month Health? They interviewed Nottis in that one. I remember that being the first episode or the pilot episode or whatever. Oh. That's what my memory of the first one is. But maybe it was like- Is that on YouTube? I don't know. I've never, I mean, I've never looked, but he's saying this one's missing from YouTube. So I'm going to have to locate my VHS tapes because I have all 13 episodes on two tapes. Cause I would okay. tape them on the, the XLP mode where you can fit like yeah, six yeah. hours. So the quality yeah, yeah. is like super bad. You still so, have it. Yeah. I still have them. I'm so Dude. tonight, I think tonight after dinner, I'm going to have to go on a little hunt and I will, right. if I find it, I mean, I've got that new VCR. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll, we'll have to pray to the Dude, gods that this tape will still play and not get ate up or yeah. chewed up or whatever. And then we'll, we'll get that on our YouTube or whatever. Well, but Tony, you might, great. yeah, you might just get your wish. Yeah. But you I'm just blown wish. away that I can't remember. I guess, well, maybe I don't even remember a lot from those episodes really. <laughs> there's maybe yeah. like, if I think of skate TV in general, I could, there's, I don't know, five or six segments that I think I really like that I can kind of, Picture. I remember there's one scene I remember in particular, and that's um, Tommy Guerrero throwing a bucket of water on Ray Underhill while he's getting interviewed by mm, yeah uh, that. by Matthew Lillard yeah or Matt what was his Matt name Lynn. Matthew Lynn Matthew yeah. Lynn yeah 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 but yeah dude that's awesome dude if you you've got to go look for that, that yeah I'm gonna do that cool. tonight for sure just just for the archival uh, video of the premiere. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's, that's yeah. That, I, just I need that to by see itself. that. Yeah, because we've yeah. dedicated our lives to these Bones Brigade videos. Now I need to see sure. that. Yeah. Well, that to me was you know just to be able to see anything from that night. That was such a pivotal thing for me. So definitely. Well, anyway, dude. Um, thank you, Tony. Really appreciate it. Hopefully, we will be able to track this thing down, put it online, and complete the saga of Skate TV. All right, Natalie A writes. I am listening to the new episode and I'm about halfway through. So the Conklin technique for no slide nollie heels was how Mike Carroll does it in plan B questionable, which I'm sure is the first one ever. Oh, Conklin. Well, okay. So this is uh, the hot batch episode, right? Hot batch yeah. episode. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Conklin probably was one of the first three or four others to figure it out. So that's why he did that pressure flip technique. I wasted years trying to do it that way before I realized kicking Nolly heel was the real secret. Thanks for nothing, Mike Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny because we talked about that because usually when you see someone do a nose slide and they'll like heel flip out, it's with the back foot, like a nolly right. heel flip. Yeah, right. But he's like flicking it with his front foot. Yeah, it's really weird. So Super we comment weird. on it. Yeah. And then I haven't watched Questionable in a little bit, but. I think I do remember Mike doing that at EMB on one of the ledges or steps or whatever you call yeah. it. Yeah. yeah well, anyway, good, cool. Yeah. Thank you, Natalie. Yeah. Uh, and then we got our last one for the day. We got Steve M. And he says, you guys talked about Pat Brennan's back foot kickflip being sloppy, but failed to mention the atrocity that is Frankie Hill's last trick in, oh, man. Uh, in Hot yeah. Batch. Yeah. And you know, the, he's definitely not wrong. And but yeah. we did mention I mentioned the sloppy landings that In were general, throughout yeah. that video, and that's a good example where it's like, because really, at that point in time, it was just about the trick. You know, mm -hmm. there was there people were not concerned with 
how how good it looked coming out. That was a later on thing. I feel yeah, like the style know? or the clean. Yeah, yeah. So it's it. like yeah. he does this this massive trick to you know late flip and lands it, and then there's this that that weird sort of half nose manual. Yeah, he's sort like of on thing. his nose and he's sliding, but he, and but he lands like feet, super. Or, yeah, yeah, both his feet right in the middle of the board. I mean, you're dude, you are not wrong. Hey, yeah. It's an ugly landing, man. No yeah. question. And I think I even <laughs> preference this part with like, you know, this is what we've come to expect from Frankie Hill. Yeah, and that yeah. includes occasionally sketchy landings or whatever. Yes, you know, definitely. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. but funny, hilarious. You're, you're, you're definitely not wrong. Yeah. Um, but I think yeah. that Pat Brennan, you know, his like tail or something hits the, the ground and kind of pops back up to his feet. Like it works really mm-hmm. well in his favor. Like, I don't oh, know. Oh yeah. Yeah, looks yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah, definitely. So thank you, Steve. Appreciate it. And, uh, you know, Hey, thankfully landings are a lot more stylish today. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, you have people that will literally like do the, the bangerest trick of all time but have a, a shitty landing and they'll be like, nope. Yeah. Like delete, Andrew, like Andrew yeah, Reynolds. Delete that take, clip. Yeah, for sure. Like Andrew Reynolds will kill himself for an entire day, you know, to get, to get something that isn't a sloppy landing. Yeah. So, Hey, whatever. Yeah, crazy. Times change. Yep. Good stuff. All right. Thanks to everyone who wrote in. If you would like to be like these awesome people, we would love for you to do that. And the easiest way for you to do that is to go to our website, which is just the bones brigade audio show.com. Click on our contact page. You can just type in your message, hit enter. We'll get it instantly. Or of course, you know, you can message us through Instagram, or if we see a cool comment, we might kind of grab something out of the comment section too, and feature it here. So there's lots of ways you can get at us, but yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. Let us know what you think of these cover songs. Oh, and and yeah. maybe maybe someone out there might know of some other ones that we can start compiling for a future episode. Yeah, that'd be for cool. Sure. Good stuff, man. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you. Once everybody. again, an episode that would not have been possible without without the listeners. listeners. For yeah. sure, super awesome. All right, Matt. Before we shut this down, and I go hunting for my skate TV uh, home recorded videotapes. Anything else you want to chuck in here at the end? Oh, I think we're good, dude. Um, oh. I did actually. I'm getting a Mike V. I'm getting a red Mike V. Elephant. Oh, you are. You, yeah. you ordered one. A reissue. No, my friend Matt uh, hit me up and he's like, "I got one for sixty five bucks. You want it?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You gonna put that one together? Or is that for the skate shop? It's for the shop, man. There you go. There you I'm go. done putting. I'm. I'm. I have too many. <laughs> it's so stupid, man. Like I sold so much stuff off, and I was like, I'm gonna just kind of pare this thing down, and now it's just ballooned back up. You know. But when you get a $65 Mike V, you know, yeah, because what, are, you, they? No, no what shipping. are they nowadays? Like oh, 100 like, bucks almost. 90, or something. 90 bucks with $20 free, you know, or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah. Hey, whatever. It's an investment piece. Yeah, there you go. I'm just yeah. joking. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, though, man. I'm good. Awesome. Good episode. Yeah, super fun. All right. We'll be back with another episode. But until then, I'm Larry. I'm Matt. Reminding you to never stop searching for Chin. Have a great night.
Whoa, hold on a slide. Hold on. My screen. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. My screen just went black, dude. It's always weird. Freaking problems. Oh, now you're back. Okay. Oh my God. I'm going to have to go buy a new computer because this is just insane all the time. Yeah, I don't know.